Welcome in. It is Big 12 Bets. Happy to be with you. Championship week in the Big 12. I'm Jeff Parles. Final week before we know where all these Big 12 teams are going bowling. And if Texas can get to the college football playoff for the first time. Let's get into it. Let's get into this. By the way, before we get into this, though. If you've been joining us all season long, I'm going to tell you, I really appreciate you. Really appreciate you. Uh, we give give this podcast a, a subscribe, a rate, a review. Helps us out here at Heartland College Sports. It's been a, fu- a fun ride. Well, we'll be back for bowl games. We'll have some College Hoops content as well. I'll actually bring up on this show because there's a huge one on Friday. And there's actually some lines out. I'll give you my official play early for Kansas and Connecticut on Friday night. I'll actually do that at the end of the show today. All right, let's go to it. Texas, Oklahoma State, down to 15 a little bit after the article was written. So you're getting a better number. Now, if you like Texas, Horns opened a little shy of two touchdowns. Now... You are north of it. And I'm going to tell you, it's not surprising. It is not surprising that Texas has been bet. They're taking 86% of the bets at DraftKings right now. Bet percentage doesn't really tell me too much. It doesn't really tell me too much, but I know some people find it interesting. As we went through this this year, okay, And I want to start on the Oklahoma State side before we move over to the UT side of things. Mike Gundy was named coach of the year in the conference. He deserves it. This team, I thought, was a six-win team that ends up winning nine, ends up second in the Big 12. But this was a very lucky team. Bill Rajowski... CollegeFootballData.com at CFB underscore data on Twitter put out the teams that were the luckiest in college football this year based off of actual wins versus expected wins on postgame win expectancy. Oklahoma State was far and away the luckiest team in college football. They were expected to have by postgame win expectancy 4.8 wins. They ended up with nine. 4.2 more wins off of win expectancy to actual. The next closest was Fresno at 2.8. Actually, interesting enough, Washington comes in tied for second. Of course, Washington undefeated and a win away from the college football playoff as well. But this Oklahoma State team overachieved in a big way. And now you're facing Texas. These teams did not play in the regular season. Oklahoma State, the last two weeks, lucky to survive against two of the worst teams in the conference. Coming from behind, yes, winning by 13 against Houston, but coming from behind at halftime in that game. And then last week against BYU, down 24-6 at the break, down 11 in the fourth quarter, and the Pokes still find a way, 40-34, to 34, to win the game and advance to Arlington. Now, there are, I don't know why there are so many Oklahoma fans 
complaining last week. Oh, they, Oklahoma State doesn't deserve to be there. Blah, blah, blah. All the nonsense. I, I will say this with Oklahoma. Enjoy being Nebraska 2.0 in the SEC. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. The, 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 just the amount of complaining. All you had to do was beat Oklahoma State and Bedlam and you're there. And you know, quite frankly, for the Big 12, and yes, I know it would have been a Oklahoma-Texas game with both teams leaving. You know what? For the Big 12, I'm sure they wouldn't have minded a Big 12 championship game where, you know what? If it's 11-1 Texas and 11-1 Oklahoma with Texas's only loss coming to OU and, you know, we'll give OU that loss to Kansas, which... Kansas was clearly the better team that day in Lawrence. Yeah, you're talking about two top 10 teams. You're talking about two New Year's Six Bowls, regardless of what happens in that game. It would have been better for the league. Now the only way we get two New Year's Six Bowls for the Big 12, at least how I look at it, is if Oklahoma State ends up beating Texas, which ends up knocking Texas out of the college football playoff running for good. But regardless, again, credit to Oklahoma State for beating there. Ollie, Ollie Gordon was amazing this year. No argument. Best player in the conference, no doubt. But this is not going to go well for the Pokes in this game. Texas is everything to play for. A win puts them squarely in shape to get a college football playoff position. If, if Florida State loses to Louisville and, a, and Texas wins... I expect the Longhorns to be there regardless of what happens in Atlanta. Now, if we were going off my optimal Final Four, I'd love to see Georgia play Texas in New Orleans and Oregon play Michigan in the Rose Bowl. That's what I want. I'm not sure if we get that because I think Fresno State, or excuse me, I don't know why. I, I know I mentioned Fresno before, but Florida State, excuse me, I know the Knowles, two and a half point favorites against Louisville right now in the ACC title game. I think they're going to end up winning and the committee is going to put them in, which then puts Texas squarely behind the eight ball. But the Horns have everything to play for. And remember the Horns, this is the early game. And style points, I think, matter here still. 15, 15 and a half, the numbers that are out there, it is not enough points. Texas is way better than this Oklahoma State team. Total 55, I don't really want it because I could see a scenario where Oklahoma State scores less than 10. 42-10, 35-10, 38-10, doesn't get you there on the total. I don't think the demons for the Longhorns are going to be there of struggling in big spots. They're just way better than this Oklahoma State team. Now, if this was Oklahoma-Texas, this is a fascinating game if that was the case, but it's not. Because it's the Pokes, I think this is a route. I like Texas in a big way. Now, looking at other ways to bet this game, I bet Quinn Ewers over one and a half passing touchdowns. Uh, it's now minus 185 at DraftKings. That is steep, but I still think it is good on the juice. So that means in order to, let's say to win $10, okay? You're betting $18.50 in order to win $10. Uh, normal bets, as we've been talking about on this show, are mostly minus one ten, which is eleven dollars to win ten dollars. So you're laying a little bit more, and you lose if if this doesn't get there, you lose a little more. But I expect Quinn Ewers to do whatever he wants against this secondary of Oklahoma State. 
And again, I think this is a scenario where Texas is going to have no problem scoring deep into the fourth quarter in this game. They have to. They need the style points in order to give the committee the one last, last thing thing, where if it is close, if a scenario where Alabama beats Georgia, where they have to still justify Texas getting in, even with the win in Tuscaloosa. So we're uh, we're looking at a scenario here with yours where I think he's going to throw three. I think he's going to go throw three touchdown passes. Now, I don't see any alternate numbers over at DraftKings. Shop around, see if there's any alternate numbers that are closer to even money or such on over two and a half. Maybe you go that route instead. And then on the receiving props, I, I did look at Xavier Worthy. I couldn't quite get there on Worthy. Even though we're down to 74 and a half now at DraftKings, I don't mind that over on Worthy. I think he's going to be the big recipient of everything for this Texas offense in this game. But the one I'm looking at, I'm looking at Oklahoma State. I'm looking at Ollie Gordon. I think the Pokes are going to be trailing most of the way in this game. So you're not going to be able to run the ball with Ollie Gordon as much as you want. So you got to get your best player involved. You throw him the football. 18 and a half is the receiving total for Ollie Gordon in this game. I think that's too low. I think that's too low. You look at Gordon's stats this year. Uh, he only had, he went under the last two games. In the game, they got blasted in Central Florida at 27. The only game he really went crazy receiving was that Kansas game. He had 116 yards receiving, including that really included that 50-yard touchdown. But since I expect Oklahoma State to be trailing and trailing big in this game, the way you get your best player to ball is through the air instead of on the ground. So we're going to go over 18 and a half receiving yards with Ollie Gordon in this one. It is again in a in a week where. One game, this is going to be the shorter podcast, of course. I will say this, just looking through the other games in college football this weekend, I like New Mexico State getting the points against Liberty. Oregon and Washington, nine and a half. I know a lot of people may say, wow, that's a huge number with the Ducks laying it. I think the number's right. I wouldn't touch that. I think Oregon should be a nine and a half point favorite against Washington on a neutral field at this point with the way those teams have played since Washington beat Oregon up in Seattle. So nothing there for me. MAC championship, I think, is right. Toledo north of a touchdown at eight against Miami. No, thank you. I like UNLV outright at Allegiant Stadium against Boise. I put plus two and a half in the bonus bets on the column online at heartlandcollegesports.com. Plus 120 on UNLV Moneyline. Pretty good as well. Alabama's down to five and a half. I bet it at six. Still think it's probably okay at five and a half now. You lose a lot of value moving off of that six. So tread carefully on that. Uh, SMU Tulane. Uh, Tulane is the better team. If it gets back to minus three on the green wave, I would lay it with Tulane against SMU. Sunbelt. Troy is six against Appalachian State. No thank you on that. Florida State. Two and a half point favorites against Louisville. I I think the Knowles find a way to win the game. For the college football playoff sake, I hope Louisville wins the game outright. 
We don't need to waste the college football playoff spot on a Florida State team that without Jordan Travis is really not any good. And then the Big 12 championship game, or excuse me, the Big 10 championship game. We already mentioned the Big 12 championship, as we know. The Big 10, Michigan, 22-point favorites, total 35 against Iowa. I like it over. I also don't mind Michigan. This feels like Michigan's going to run this thing up on Iowa. And all you need is three years. If you get seven out of Iowa, that game's going over 35. So I don't mind laying it with Michigan, and I like the over at 35 on the Wolverines. All right, before we go today, college hoops. How about six Big 12 teams undefeated so far? How about that? And one of them is not even Kansas. <laughs> but let's look at KU and UConn on Friday night. There are some early lines out there at DraftKings. Big one at the Fog. KU, two-point favorites against UConn, total 148. I like Kansas. Uh, that was ugly earlier in the week against Eastern Illinois. They were 39-point favorites in that game, the Jayhawks, and they that game was in doubt for a little bit, for a long while, only beating a pretty bad Eastern Illinois team by eight. Uh, Eastern Illinois' only D1 win this year was by two over Coppin State going into that game. So I think after that no-show, and now playing the defending champions who have looked great so far. UConn has looked every bit as good as they did it last year early in the season. I like Kansas laying only two at home against UConn. I think that's really short. It'll be interesting to see that matchup down low. Hunter Dickinson against Klingon, who the big, the new big, uh, who's the backup last week, uh, last year to Sonogo. Now is the the big. Uh, in the middle all the way through for UConn. I like Kansas laying two at home at the fog. You don't see Kansas almost a pick at home. If UConn beats me, so be it. We'll lay the two with the Jayhawks on Friday night. I don't know if we're going to get that type of line by the time this game tips on Friday night. But man, right now, if you're listening to this on Thursday, I think I'd lay, lay the two at Kansas. I don't think you're getting much better than that as we get to it. All right, that's all we got. This has been Big 12 Bets. We'll be back when the bowl matchups are set. We'll have some lines on that. Probably have a college football playoff preview as well, especially if the Horns are in it. And we'll have some college hoops as we get through December and into conference play on this pod. I'm Jeff Parles. We'll see you next time. Big 12 Bets, part of the Heartland College Sports Network.